welcome. We're running the show podcast. I think we're on. We're good good to go, right, Christian? Yes, sir. Yes, All sir. Right. Let's get at it. All right. So, again, welcome. Uh, this is uh, Travis Wolf. Over here to my right is Christian Henderson, G7. And uh, this is a run a show podcast. Yeah. So Welcome, everybody. Thanks for listening. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so we'll, let's get off right off the bat. Yep. Then we need content. <laughs> we need people talking to us. Um, let's get that email address out yep. there. It is uh, run a show podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we want to hear from you. Yep. Send us uh, any anything you think you, you want us to talk about. Uh, by no means do we believe we're experts, but we love yeah. talking. So um, here's the thing, and, and we'll be honest, we'll tell truths on ourselves. Christian and I both have kids. We both have full-time jobs. We get together on Friday mornings, which maybe we need to get together different times yeah. to get the energy <laughs> level up a little bit. But then we come in here and we say, okay, what are we going to talk about? Because we've had all this stuff throughout the week, and it all kind of blurs a fuzzy little line, I think. And um, and then, yeah, so if we can get stuff from you guys, it gets us on point. It gives us something throughout the week that we can think about to talk about and really keep this thing uh, engaged and, and interactive with you, the listener. And, um, yeah, and then start dialogues that way, maybe have you on as well. So just, yeah, hit us up. Please bring us what you want to talk about. We'll yes. talk about anything or everything. Exactly. Questions, uh, people you want to hear from, even if it's yourself, just say, hey, we'd love to talk. We, we'll, we'll make it happen. So. Yeah. Um, anything in our space, you know what we talk about, private and corporate events and, and the music and, and entertainment space, and let's, uh, let's get at it. So yeah. so it's, um, and I think we'll probably put this up pretty quick, too, so it'll be kind of similar time. So it's almost Thanksgiving, so we've yep. had the fall season ahead. We've had crazy October. I don't know. I mean, I always knew when I was an event producer, October seemed to be like that crazy month of all the events happening. Um, seems to still be that way. Yeah, um, for sure. And so, yeah, so we're past that and going into kind of the settle-down mode for the holidays, hopefully. We'll see. It's always the last-minute gigs that come about. Yes, exactly. Make it crazy. But, um, yeah, so we're just uh, kind of getting into it, getting ready for a nice little Thanksgiving. So, yeah, so I hope everybody out there has a good one, too. And um, we did have a couple conferences, though, and I figured we could kind of hit on some of that. So Yeah. Um, First one was IEBA. We had that uh, in the very beginning of October. And I- if you haven't been, I, I highly encourage people to come. Um, I don't think we, as a as a collective group of corporate mm-hmm. entertainment buyers, agents, producers, um, really have a, a set conference. Um, and it does seem like IEBA has become that one for all of us, at least, I- at very least for the on the agent side. Um, all the ag- agents we've we've all kind of collectively said that you know we're going to be involved with this one, get programming going for it, and be there. So uh, I enjoy it because it's a chance to get to see all my peers and, and friends and, and yep. the other agencies, but also all the buyers too. So um, and it doesn't hurt that it's in Nashville every year. No, it does not hurt. <laughs> although although you say that it it, it as a local it kind of stinks because you know when you go to a conference or or go to an event or whatever mm-hmm. you. Know, have a long night or whatever. You can just walk up to your hotel room and not worry about having to get the lunches oh, yeah. packed for the kids that's in the right. morning. That's right. Oh, I didn't think about that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the fun part. And then, you know, my wife is very nice, and she's like, you know, you can get a hotel. But then I'm always like, well, the guilt of not being there is going to be that's far right. worse yeah. than just the doing the thing. So, <laughs> uh, so it's a little trickier at, at home, but it is uh, but it's a good one. And all the agencies do showcases. Um, great chance to see a bunch of different talent. Um and yeah, and just get together and, and talk with people. So again, I, it's kind of a commercial or a plug for it, but I, sure. I do think it's a good spot. Um, 
I love doing business with people I've seen or know face to face. It just makes it much easier. And um, so, yeah, so if you've ever been on the fence about it, I, I'd say try it out at least once. Give it a shot. So, yeah. yeah, coming from my perspective, you know, I'm I'm actually a pretty n novice participant in the IEBA world. What it what it does is um, uh, I will I will reverse reverse sell all of what Travis said mm -hmm. because I've never actually paid for a badge. Yeah, but I've done the lobby. I've done the many yeah. many lobby hangs and and connected with um, all of the out of towners who are coming in who are trying to get us uh, to to work with them in some sort of way. Um, and just from that perspective, it's a great place to sort of sit around. And even if you just, you didn't know whether this was the the world you wanted to work in, it's a good place to understand the kind of community that it is. Yeah. And that it's, um, I think this is the, it's the probably the first time where I recognized uh, from your side of things, like uh, the, um, all of the private and corporate agents. So it's you, it's Greg yeah. Janice over at ETA, it's Robert Norman at CAA, you know, et cetera, et cetera. That you guys are all friends. Yeah. That there's not this level of competition um, that is uh, a little bit, I guess, assumed mm -hmm. uh, from a, from an agency perspective. Yeah. And so it's great to see that sort of camaraderie yeah. because then it feel you feel more natural in coming to all of you guys I get yeah. to come to all of you guys and say hey I have this event I'm in the same level you guys are which is I'm just looking for the best act mm -hmm. you're going to serve me your best act and we're going to make the client decide on that yeah. and so it's great to see that sort of partnership and relationship so that um, it feels natural to be like hanging out with you and, and then you know say Robert Norman shows up and yeah. it's not that weird Absolutely. you know that kind of experience makes it feel friendly commute like community oriented yeah. which is really special well, well that's the thing I mean let's be honest here like our world is not linear or, or yeah. you know, it's not def well defined the corporate space sure. in general you know there's a, there's a lot of different things there's a lot of different producers that are bidding on different shows that at the same time um, there's a lot of there's a bunch of agents that have that are trying to you know pitch mm -hmm. their artists at the same event. So it so it is it is very fluid. I think is the best way to put it. Because of that nature, I think we all have to have a community and have to be right. involved. And there there's some healthy competition. There there, there should be sure, and, and right? there is between you know? you know myself and the other agents. Like we all we are we are really good friends. But yes, we there is competition there. But I think we all understand though too that. Yeah, there's competition, or we want our acts to get these events, but even more so, that one event, it'll come and go. You know, we need to be able to have a good relationship to help each other out yes. when another one comes along, and, you know, all those different things. Because, you know, if it were well defined and it were really like, you know, linear and strict and things of that nature, I think you'd have a bunch of a holes walking around. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because that, that would allow us to be that way because we know exactly what we're doing, and then that person stole. You know our show that we've we've booked that yep. date for you know five years or whatever, um, but it doesn't. It's it's fluid. So that's where I think you know we have to we have to be that way. And I and I that's just personally the best way I think to do business in general is to be a community and to um, have a relationship with the people and not burn bridges. Yeah. General, at the so. end of the day, it's it's business, right? Yeah. And so as long as you look at it from perspective of I still like that guy, mm -hmm. or I still you know I want. 
I want my business to succeed, but at the same time, I don't want to do it by trashing somebody yeah, else's. Exactly. And if everyone shares that similar philosophy, then that's where you get that yeah. community that you're talking about. Yeah. And so speaking of that too, um, th- that's what's been good. And I, I, I'll give credit to Greg because he really did spearhead this. Um, you know, all of us agents, we get together usually um, in the spring and we'll mm-hmm. sit down. It's like one of the best y- nights of the year. Because we all sit down and we call it kind of our five families meeting, <laughs> you know, like mafia style. Yeah. But we all sit down and um, big bowl of pasta. In front yeah, of yeah, yeah. You know, and we sit down, we talk about programming for Aiba, and it's a, and it's a chance to just get get together. Sure. Talk about things that you know we we want to bring up or raise at Aiba at, during our panel, which we have a corporate three hundred and sixty panel. Uh, but again, it's just community. It's just time to be together, and, and it's so much fun. Um, to that point, though, and if anybody's listening here, you know, we always uh, something that came from Aiba, Aiba this year, and I totally understand it. Was um, some of the buyers said, you know, it it, ve- it feels very uh, agent driven, uh, which is true because the a- you know the agents we are pro- you know putting the programming together. Sure. So we are going to work on fixing that a little bit um, and change that up, but. How we do that is we we hear from you guys, from right. the buyers and producers and folks. So, um, and th- and that's what uh, I strongly encourage. If there's something that that needs to be discussed or brought up, um, you know, please talk with myself or Natalka or um, or Greg or anybody like that. You know, because we want to hear from you guys on that. Otherwise, you know, we're going to be putting the program together and. and you can't help it but have it yeah. be kind of agent-driven a little bit, you know. Um, one of the topics at our panel, and I thought this was good, and it is an agent topic, but it is archival footage. Yes. Right? So right. we were all sitting around the table. We are like, what the hell is that? Like, <laughs> what, what does that even mean anymore? Yeah. You know? And it's like everybody asked for it, and forever it was like, okay, yeah, it's filmed for archival sure. purposes. Nobody really knew, and it's like, well, why don't we ask these questions now, and especially when it comes to comedy and uh, different things of that nature. You don't want to – you don't want to record comedy, but you know we were just like, "Hey, let's ask this question." So we did uh, in the panel, yep. and I think the <coughs> initial question, probably coming from agents, I could see that as as producers sitting in the audience, be like, "Well, you know, that's our, you know, agents trying to make changes on sure. us or whatever." Right. But a great answer came from it, um, and I don't know if it was Denise Kirk or um, or somebody else, but um, a great answer came, and I'm like, "Oh, there you go, light bulb went off." Um, and I think, again, it was Denise, but she said, um, you know, some of her clients, they use that for insurance purposes, um, you know, and whether or not it's true or not, I don't know, yeah. but th- it makes a good point, you know, for a company, if they're putting on this massive event, they want to have a historical, you know, a recorded a record. record of yeah. all of it, especially something where it happened, yeah. you know, anything of that nature. So, you know, from that from us talking, you know, in a little group, being like, what the hell is this? And, and figuring out what it means now. It gave me a very clear answer as to what it, it is. But it also gave me an answer, a clear answer in, in what it's not, too. So, <laughs> um, But it was good. It's good to talk about those kind of things, bring them up. Yeah, and it's it's not it's not always clear, right? W- it, funny enough, l- almost literally a week ago, we had this question brought up. Uh, with a new co- colleague of mine who was asking the questions of one of his clients. So I was on the phone call. We were talking about recording. And, we're like, you know, and they were like, we just videotape it and we put it away. And that was basically why. Mm-hmm. They didn't really explain why they need it. They just wanted it. They, they want to yeah. have it. And sometimes it's probably for that. And, and someone down the line of the telephone game never explained it to the person that was on the phone call with us. Uh-huh. And that happens sometimes. I think the thing um, 
that you bring up that's a very good question from from my end of things and and honestly um you know this is it's solely now on more liability um than anything else because then it's like what you, you want to ask the question well what is the archive like where is this being placed yeah. particularly these days because you know i was looking at an agreement that someone had drafted up and they used the word videotape <laughs> i was like nobody uses <laughs> like nobody videotapes. uses videotapes yeah. anymore what are yeah. you talking about <laughs> and so it's all digital content and so and th which makes it extremely easy for someone yeah. some random person to be able to um poach it put it somewhere and then it's it's up there for good you mm -hmm. know and uh we've run into this a bunch with uh, one of our technology clients who um you know we've been doing a series of internal events for them and they uh they want to live stream it and then they want to put the video these are set these are speaking sessions so sure. we're not running into um publishing problems yeah but they uh then want to be able to put it on their intranet for anyone with a at blah 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 mm -hmm. dot com address as long as you can log into their intranet you can view this video and then what we've run into from uh, coming back to us from an agency perspective is ensuring that the um uh the client mm -hmm. my client has the right security protocol yeah in place to not allow it to be a downloadable and then be taken off their intranet and put somewhere else and what had happened, there was a long problem um, uh, over the summer regarding one particular one because their legal department said, well, actually, what we can't do, we can't agree to the language that the agency provided on the contract. Mm -hmm. The reason being is that the language specifies like an in perpetuity ability to protect this file. Yeah. And um, they're like, we can't, we can't sign off to say that in – 3013 will have the right security protocol to protect this video. Mm -hmm. And um, it it raises a lot of good questions about yeah. something that was just always, like you said, kind of dismissed. Like yeah. it was like, oh, we're going to put it on a bookshelf somewhere. Yeah, we're going to record it. It's going to sit there, and the CEO every now and then will pop it into his right. VHS and yes. watch and feel good <laughs> about him or herself. You know, That's like, right. What I exactly. Look at, look at Cheryl Crow up there. Introduce, yeah, my introducing Cheryl Crow yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. thing. I yeah. did that one. That's right. <laughs> but I think, uh, honestly, the main thing that, that you brought up in that, because, um, you know, you're in the situation with that client where it's getting really in the weeds in that yeah. way. Um, but what you're doing with that is you're asking these different questions from that client because then when so then when you're talking to the agent or the manager or whoever it might be, you have the answers because I'll just be straight. Uh, like we get that a lot too. And the quickest way to get a no on some of those things is when if I ask a question – and they don't really have an answer on all of yes. it. Yes. Because that right. tells me, like, okay, well, they're not asking. They're not, you know. It's not a well-defined ask yet. Yeah. So yeah. they're so they're throwing something out into the wind. Yep. And which means that they might not be properly protected themselves, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And that's it. And and I, I bring this up, too, because I, I think we talked about avails and, and or just different selling techniques and stuff yeah. at IEBA. And um, I always I always say, and, and I catch heck for it sometimes because I know a lot of people just want – that email and you know send one email and then get the avails back but i always ask like two or three extra questions because sure. i just don't want to one i don't want to waste my time and s and sell you an act that's or pitch an act that has makes no sense for the event yeah but be and but i didn't know that because i didn't ask that question um and then two it just um you know you don't 
you know, you as a buyer want to look like you've got the stuff, the acts that really do make sense for the event or know the event in general too. So, um, but anyway, so that's uh, that's a little bit about IEBA. I think, like I said, overall, it's about community. It's about knowing what we're doing, sure. knowing our clients. Um, you know, on my end with the artist, and as well as on the producers' end with their with their buyers and their companies. But um, good place to do it. Good good place to just kind of get together and yeah. You know, I I agree I agree I I I don't take uh, I don't take advantage of it as much as I should and it's probably uh, nah, it's okay. on the ba- on that back end of that um, being in Nashville kind of thing where it's like oh it'll be here every year there's so it's not that big a deal. There's a great guy in this industry um, named Ben Farrell and if you don't know Ben it's it's okay but Ben is responsible for Garth Brooks and um, George Strait and Alabama I mean you name it like in the mid nine like nineties country era and mm-hmm. mega stars. Ben Farrell was putting them on the road and still puts a lot of these guys on the road. Like Garth, he just did the Garth tour. But Ben, I always call him Kalijah because uh, Ben always goes to Aiba and he's in the lobby. He doesn't pay for it. He doesn't <laughs> pay for a ticket. And, he's, and so I'm like, you're that cigar store Indian out, out yep, in the lobby always. That's right. And I always give him a hard time. And he, uh, he, he got an inducted into the Hall of Fame like two years ago. Uh-huh. And um, he <laughs> in turn his acceptance speech, he said, well, Aiba finally figured out a way to get me to pay for a pass. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's been feral everybody he's, yeah. he's awesome but yeah so it's okay like even doing that you know like i said you you don't have to i mean the showcases and the and the breakout sessions are good but to have a place where everybody is in one spot right you know, that's the bit that's the thing that's the important thing well it's um i find like the most uh successful stuff in our business is done casually yeah like the the little diamonds in the rough that you need or i need mm-hmm. um because they're dismissed they're not important enough to send an email for mm-hmm. like which says something about our our daily lives yeah. these days where it's like oh but you and i sit together at a bar and you go oh hey by the way so and so is going to might go out on tour next year yeah and then i have a, i have that conversation with the client like the amount of times that it's made uh from an ego perspective, made me look good yeah. because I had that conversation that I wasn't expecting to have. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, that's really interesting. And particularly when um, in our world, we often find ourselves sort of battling other voices mm-hmm. that are trying to dissent on us and say, oh, well, they're not selling you the, the hottest, newest, or the, the whatever the thing is yeah. that you need. Come to me instead because I've got a better, you know, like you see it so often. Like uh-huh. you, you stumble into it, and, s- and for a while there, I think we, we've sold it as ourselves too here at G7 is mm-hmm. like like you know it's all about relationships kind of thing i mean it's true that's what we're talking about here yeah, is it's all about relationships it is but it's about knowledge yes that's and that's the more important thing is that mm-hmm. is you that, get that through you the you hold the relationships where the knowledge is um, disseminated quickly and efficiently mm-hmm. yep and that's that's what you need right there you know like being like Mr. Shuck and Jive, uh, yeah. Mr. Hollywood kind of thing does not behoove us. Mm-mm. It's just about being like able to call and say, hey, this might happen, or run into each other at a lobby at a yeah. conference and be like, oh, yeah, I, I might have this thing in, um, in June. Or, you know, like we were just talking about one thing over that's coming up in oh, yeah. next summer. <laughs> and it's like, oh, by the way, this, thi- this person is really hot in that demographic. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we never thought about that before. You know, like, I'm not in that demographic, so I'm not on pulse with that yeah. that audience level, and, and so it's like, neither are you. But nope. at the same time, you might have a lot of younger yeah. people swarming around you in that agency who are like, "Oh, this is our newest favorite act yeah. on the agency roster." 
that actually came up. It, it, it was a good point. Was you know, corporate audiences. It is getting younger, and where yeah. and that's what that was the question that we as agents and I'll kind of ask pro- propose it to you too right now is you know with the younger um, with the younger audience or demo and um, or just uh, just corporate events in general looking sure. towards that type of talent. Um, we we kind of asked the audience like where are you getting your information where are you finding it from um, and a lot it was funny but a lot of them said our chi- our kids <laughs> so, but that's true you know it's uh, it's one of those situations there that you want to kind of you know get that so I'm I'm curious on on my end for you sure. guys what do you how, how do you keep up with it or how do you know that especially and I'm I'm sorry I'm doing a long intro into the question I do that too much but um, especially now with an artist that can you know be unknown one yep. day and then a week later can be the biggest artist ever. Where are you guys finding your information or, or what to sell to the client base? So we try at best to sort of level out or average out where things are coming from. So we'll take into account um, what it like certain Spotify playlists mm-hmm. and who's sort of frequently on those, particularly like their, their top 50 and their viral 50 and, and see really sort of what levels out there. I think Spotify is probably one of the top places to go nowadays to for this research. Well, um, I will say just from a selfish perspective, that's where I have my subscription, and so <laughs> I um, I um, I can look at that data rather quickly. Got it. Uh, we also use a, a few other um, platforms um, that pull out social, like quickly pull out social mm-hmm. data. Um, there's a, a subscription we use for that, which is called Julius, which um, has its pros and cons, but from a perspective of uh, typing in, they focus a lot on influencers, but they have a heavy uh, music portion to it. And so you can look at, you can type in, let's say, Khalid, and you can see his um, social numbers from a male-female demographic to a regional demographic to a um, age demographic, and you can split it all out. Um, I still feel like the social numbers, um, just by looking at it over time, um, you, ha- you have to weight those two because yeah. it, it appears at least that um, uh, younger females are more active in the likes, subscribes portion yeah. of socials. So that may not mean that that ar- artist. That exact you have to you have to you have to bend the curve a little Got bit. Okay. You know, I usually see it as like, oh, if he's Thirty percent male, seventy percent female. It's probably more like sixty forty. Yeah, I don't know many bros that are liking you know exactly. videos online. Or exactly, whatever, yeah. exactly. <laughs> um, and then we'll try and um, we'll try and pull. You know, we always have a couple of interns here in the office, so we'll use their expertise as well on on sort of bigger brainstorms. They are all experts. Tr- That's right. Truly. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. What yeah. What the younger um, generation knows about the internet. And try and look at other sort of. Uh, tastemaker blogs, you know, things like um, anything from like Vulture to Complex to other things that we've seen like get rather n- notable yeah. uh, breakthrough artists. That's one about. thing. Uh, and you bring up Vulture. I think it's a really good site. I, yeah. I, I like Consequence of Sound. That's a, a good a one good too, one yeah. As well. um, it, Billboard, we're, we were just talking about Billboard. They've got their conference right now. Yeah. Um, Billboard is really good. They've got a good podcast, the Billboard folks do actually. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I think it's uh, the goal right now, as you can tell, I'm trying to give you guys uh, different things and w- resources that, that folks can mm-hmm. use to find that new talent. But um, it's all out there. It's just trying to get a hold of it. And when all else fails, ask your 
ask your kids. <laughs> That's right. Well, you got it. It really depends because so like, um, I'll I'll try and uh, be quick on this story. But yeah, we're gonna do an event for uh, like young twenty year olds in the summer, mm-hmm. and um, the client has also engaged with um, uh, a strategy agency, a, a tertiary strategy agency that specializes. In I guess they're called Zennials these days. Oh, I did not know. That's a yeah, new term. I, th- I think so. Right, I have Zennial. no idea. <laughs> I think so. I don't know. Don't quote me on it. Because millennials is not. You yeah, know, right. We We're younger than millennial yeah. these days. I think. Um, <laughs> millennials got such a bad rap that everybody. <laughs> That's right. They're just yeah. trying to sell it off <laughs> yeah. as quick yeah. as possible. <laughs> um, but they're the a, the agency's um, specialty runs in that that gamut. the The problem that we've found or that will have a challenge with utilizing all 100% of their data because they do true on focus groups. They oh pull boy. numbers. Yeah. They That's their business. Yeah. That's their bread and butter. But their age range is from 13 to like 26. Oh, yeah, and the idea of like, if you can close your eyes, audience and Travis alike, close your eyes and remember what you were listening to at 13. And then was that the same band you were listening to or artist you were listening to at 23? Yeah. Or twenty six, it wasn't. You like that's a gigantic chasm of a growth of a human being, mm-hmm. um, in terms of their taste, their identity, and stuff like that. And so, um, to really hold your hat on on that data when you can't split out that younger num those younger numbers yeah. makes it hard. And so, just going back on this stuff is like, uh, it uh, doing this work for this particular event made me think of like these days like the days of country music where it's like okay you know florida george line or kelsey ballerini they're you know they're on their way up they're gonna yeah. quote seventy five thousand dollars and then they have one hit signal single and they're now like 300 yeah. grand 500 grand a yeah. million dollars and it, it, like that feels that way with these artists too is like um you know khalid for example you know like he has a bunch of big hits he deserves the money he's getting right now but like those bunch of big hits happened in an 18-month time span, you know? Yeah, it's all happened so quick. When you think of, like, maybe your traditional corporate guys, I mean, Huey Lewis aside, who had all of his big hits in about an 18-month span, uh-huh. you know, like, Train yeah. took 20 years uh-huh. to get all those hits, yeah. right? To get to the same price level that Khalid is at right now. Yeah, you know? it's crazy. Yeah. It's awesome, though. But so, yeah, so, so uh, listener, I mean, you know, get involved. Um, take a look at those different publication sites. Email and ask us questions. We'll try and make this one of those places that we, that can be a utilized tool for you as well. Um, and um, I don't know. I, I think we had a couple of different things, but I think we kind of went on this one. Felt pretty good. Yeah. You know, no, I th- I think uh, I think this is a good place to to yeah. r- to wrap it up. You know, it's yeah. the week before Thanksgiving, That's everybody. Right. So everybody's we'll cutting out early. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I hope we'll, we'll probably get this out before Thanksgiving. Um, so if we. Uh, uh, if we do, I hope uh, we hope you all have a great Thanksgiving with family, friends. That's the that's the thing. You know, there's other there's other holidays. There, they, all that kind of stuff. But Thanksgiving, everybody can enjoy and everybody that's can, right. can celebrate. So we hope you all have a great one for sure. So. All right, everybody. Thanks again, and um, hit us up, run a show podcast, and we'll be talking to you soon. Thanks. Right, see you.